literary fans and welcome to episode 87 of Jeff Reads This Book. I am your host Jeff and today we're reading chapter 40 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. So if you want to get in contact with me, as usual, head on over to jeffreadsthisbook.com right there. There's three ways to contact me. We'll talk about it at the end of the show if I think of it and all that good jazz. So, uh, while you're over at jeffreadsthisbook.com, I keep starting my sentences with so. That's not good. Anyway, while you're over at jeffreadsthisbook.com, why not consider buying one of two other books I wrote? That's right, Bringing Balance and Offworld are both available in paper or ebook form, both terrible, terrible books. Go ahead and buy them, and someday, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be able to pay off this microphone. Very exciting. Although, is it already paid off if I've depreciated it? Accountants, right into the show at jeffreadsthisbook.com. Yep, yep, yep. So today we're recording on a Monday again. Did I do it on Monday last week? I feel like that is the case. I don't know. Who cares? Um, I didn't get a chance this past Monday, uh, or this past Sunday, just because, um, I don't know, I had to mow the lawn and clean the gutters and other freaking, like, owning a house crap it sucks yeah that kind of stuff not too much of a fan uh one thing i will say though is like it's getting to be fall so a lot of that outdoor stuff is gonna end now you know i don't have to mow the lawn if there's freaking snow on it right that's kind of like a what do i want to say a relief in a way but i don't know i i don't know what i'm yapping about here i i was just kind of coming into this uh with nothing yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, one thing I did want to bring up is we're at the end of October here, right? It's the 26th today. Uh, that means November is coming up fast. So if I am going to read a book, I really need a plot. <laughs> or read a book, write a book. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for a book, and I'm going to write the book that fits between, uh, I guess, between Offworlder and Bringing Balance, I guess. Somewhere in there. I don't know how, like, up to each of them it would be. You know what I mean? Uh, But I I think that might be the way to go. That one will be a little bit of a... I don't know. It should be all right. I should try it, right? Who gives a fuck? The only problem is, you know, the lovely Laura is never a big fan of me writing a book for freaking one month. (laughs) It kills, like, two hours a day. It's not fun. (laughs) For her, especially. You know, when she's like, hey, can you go check on uh, dinner? I'm like, can't, write in a book, right? Write in the next great piece of American literature. And that would bring this trilogy up to four books, so that's pretty sweet, right? I guess. I don't know. I think that's what I'll write. I don't have any other ideas. If you have any ideas, write into the show at jeffreadsisbook.com. I think uh, uh, one-time or two-time guest host, Glenn was considering finishing his that he never finished last year? Two years ago? Two years ago, I think. Two years ago. Yeah, he was going to finish writing that one. It, from the samples he sent me, drastically better than these books. <laughs> well, I, I suspect he had, like, a uh, plot in mind or something like that. I don't know. He reads a lot more than I do, too, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just stink at it. What are you going to do? Who gives a crap? Oh, well. 
Oh well, anyway, let's talk about what we're doing today, okay? We are going to read chapter 40. It comes in at 119 lines. We're very close to the end here, although in the editor, like the scroll bar doesn't make it look like we're very close to the end, which concerns me. How many chapters did I say there were? One, two, oh shit, three... 44, 45, okay, 46, epilogue. Well, okay, it is 46, so we're only on 40. All right, that's a, that's good, I guess. I don't know what I'm going to do in November. What do you guys think? Should I, like, just give, like, updates on my writing for the month? I don't know. <sighs> Sounds hard. We'll have to see. Next Sunday would be November 1st. I'll probably be writing a book by then, so we'll see. I don't know. Pretty cool. If you're writing a book, write into the show, jeffreadshisbook.com, and we can be writing buddies, because that's a thing with National Novel Writing Month. That's fun. Yeah, and we'll set that up online. Anyway, what are we reading? Chapter 40, 119 lines, okay? Uh, there's some mild excitement, not really, though. It's more yippity-yappity dialogue that this author seems to just love. <laughs> I'm sure it's also not good. That's the other problem with most of the dialogue, but... We're going to try, ugh, whatever, we're going to try and find out, okay? So why don't we just go ahead and dive in to chapter 40. So for today's episode, I have a real treat for myself. Um, I guess I must have recorded this, I don't know when. Anyway, I am drinking a delightful whiskey that I found last week. Um, it is uh, Old Tub Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So I never would have noticed it unless the liquor store guy actually pointed it out to me. It comes in like the lamest of bottles, just like, you know, a regular round glass bottle. Looks very boring, got a big old tub sticker on it, sounds atrocious. But, and it was on the bottom shelf, which is misleading because, you know, it was like $22 bourbon. But uh, it is 100 proof, and it's a product of the uh, Beam Corporation, or whatever they call it now. But... Uh, isn't it like Suntory Beam? I think that's the name of the company. But it is fantastic. They they claim on the label they used to make Old Tub before they made Jim Beam. But uh, whatever. I You know, that, a lot of that, like, history and any of the writing on those bottles can't be trusted. Regardless, it is good. So it doesn't matter. Mm. Mm. I really like it. Mm. It's very good. I'm surprised. Isn't it like $22 a bottle? Not bad. Mm. Ooh, it's good. I you, if you just got to see the bottle. Old Tub. You got to look it up. It's great stuff. Okay, okay. So, now that we know what I'm getting drunk on on a Monday afternoon, let's read this chapter. Margot was feeling close to exhaustion as the four walked down the barren road away from the Dark Alliance complex. She was waiting until she felt far enough away to release her unseeing spell. Ooh, magic. And the gates had only passed out of sight moments earlier. As if reading her thoughts, Henry said, Margo, we're fine. Nobody is giving chase. She released the spell and breathed deeply. They had a long walk back to the main road between Darkford and Twilight Crossing. Have they been to both of those places? I mean... Twilight Crossing is where Margot's from. Uh, Darkford, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I could look it up, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> Should I draw a map? I think a map 
would be pretty sweet. They put that in the front of some books. Should I put it in the front of like all these books? I'm not going to. I'm just saying that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> it's uh, somebody else could draw the map. I'd be terrible at it. Okay. Or should I just make it look like England, like Game of Thrones, huh? <laughs> oh, blah, 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 blah. Even when they arrived at the main road, she wasn't sure what would happen next. They would still need transport to one of the cities before being found by the Dark Alliance patrols. Now, didn't they really fuck up the Dark Alliance, like, compound here? Is this really a concern at this point? Although, she wondered... Oh, okay. Although, she wondered, (laughs) would there be any more patrols? It seemed like everything was in such disarray that perhaps it wouldn't recover. She thought they might be safer than ever now. Margot, Henry called from behind her, like a pompous ass. I should read that different. Margot, Henry called from behind her. She stopped and turned to look at him. Do you have a tent and maybe some food? I don't think we'll make it too far today. Looking up, she noticed for the first time that the sun was setting, and darkness would soon be upon them soon. What? I didn't write, read that right. And darkness would be upon them soon. Spooky. Huh? That's good for October, huh? Uh, blip, blip. What are your plans for Halloween? Right into the show! JeffReadsHisBook.com Okay. I should, she replied. Let's move down the road a bit farther, though. Would it be further or farther? I guess farther. Uh, we're still too close to the complex. Can you go a while longer? Henry asked Astrid. Anything to get away, she said, determination in her voice. Looking between everyone, Margot could tell that they were all growing weary like her. They may have escaped, she thought, but there was still a long way to go to safety. As the sky darkened and the road rose to reach ground level with the Badlands, God damn, this is stupid setting, all four started to notice the flashes and light from the distant west. What's going on? Margot asked anyone who could answer. They're fighting, her father said, or more likely they've already won and they're setting protective spells and fires for warmth around the west gates that Leonid so expertly destroyed. How the hell would he know that? Okay, anyway. You really think the Dark Alliance is losing? Margot asked. They had imprisoned some very powerful people in that room where I was kept. And it wasn't the only holding cell, her father explained, even though earlier in this book I said it was the only holding spell with people with magic, for Christ's sake. They could handle capturing us one by one, but they don't stand a chance against the entire group. Turning to Astrid, he added, No offense, miss. None taken, she replied. We need to stop for the night and find somewhere to hide, Henry suggested. (laughs) I know! Didn't we go over this? Why is this being brought up in dialogue again? God damn it! (laughs) Margot and I will find somewhere nearby, her father said. You can both wait over there, he added, pointing to a large rock. Pointing at a large rock. Henry walked Astrid towards Tarok, because I can't spell. And the two disappeared on the far side, hidden from the road. Are you okay with them together? Her father asked with some concern. <laughs> Margot laughed. Ha ha! Oh no, I'm not worried. Henry is, well, I'll just say he is quite loyal. Very well. Let's look over this rise for somewhere to spend the night. 
Drinking break! Boop, boop, boop. I'm actually not sure it's a drinking break. I don't think it is. Because mm. there's one in the next paragraph, too. Mm. Margot walked her father with her father in silence. She could feel the awkward tension between them as they crested, ooh, big word, the small rise to look out over an expanse of rocks and infertile dirt. Nothing seemed particularly well-suited to camping unseen. She had hoped to see something quickly so that they could return to the other two. Drinking break! Now, this is a real drinking break, because we're going to go ahead and switch uh, uh, perspective here, I think. Mm. This is good. Okay. Henry looked down with concern at Astrid's left leg. Below the knee, the leg was purple, almost all the way to the ankle, and it clearly wasn't straight. Ugh. He guessed that both bones were broken. Wow, good thinking there, champ. Thinking of movies and television, he wondered if he should try to straighten it, but he had no idea if that was something one would actually do. This looks pretty bad, he told Astrid. I don't know what to do. She smiled. I know, we just need to find a healer. You need to raise it, though, to keep the swelling down, okay? Henry said, like somebody pretending to know what to do. <laughs> With his help, she laid down on her back, and Henry gently lifted and placed the injured leg up on a rock. He sat down next to her leg and slouched in exhaustion. So, are you and Margot a couple, she asked from the ground. When he smiled, she added, Sorry, I didn't mean anything by it. No, I know, Henry replied, and yes, we are a couple. I'm impressed she came looking for you, Astrid said. That was rather dangerous. I think she likes that sort of thing. The danger and excitement. That is, he, Henry shrugged. I'd do the same for her, so... Henry trailed off, and the silence gave way to the voices of men. What now? he whispered. He surveyed their hiding spot that, while not ideal, was probably good enough. With some struggling brush... Okay. With some struggling brush and a giant boulder shielding them from view... Oh, it's the same sentence. He surveyed their hiding spot that, while not ideal, was probably good enough, with some struggling brush and a giant boulder shielding them from view from the road. The darkness that had settled in, though, partially illuminated by a half-moon. The darkness that had settled in, though partially illuminated by a half-moon, certainly helped. I should have said, like, waning moon. Wouldn't that be fancier? And does a dash, like, half-dash-moon, is that two separate words for the word count? If you're uh, one of the referees for National Novel Writing at Month, uh, write into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. <laughs> um... He put a finger to his mouth to indicate silence to Astrid, and he stood, hunched over to stay low. Peering between the brush and the enormous boulder, he could see men and women running towards them, some armed. By their screams, though, he realized that they were actually fleeing something as opposed to searching out escaped prisoners such as themselves. The guards, they're running away, Henry whispered. From who? Astrid replied, still on the ground with her leg raised. I don't know yet. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, it's a drinking break. It's a drinking break. It's a drinking break. Mm. 
Margot heard the yelling in the distance, and she thought it was coming from the direction of the road and gates. She shook her head in frustration. What now, she said simply. Ooh, isn't that what Henry said? I think so. Should I go up and look? Let's go up and look, huh? Woo! Uh, yeah, he did say what now? That's funny. Isn't that cute? Because they're the same people. Do we go back? Her father asked. We have to, she said. We can't let those two be found. It's not like they can run. Henry could, her father pointed out. No, he won't. He'd probably defend Astrid until they were both dead or captured, she said, turning back to the road. Besides, there is nowhere safe to camp anywhere around here. She was supremely annoyed by the lack of good hiding places when the road to the west gate seemed to be riddled with nooks that would protect them. Oh, that's the way they came the first time. Remember they freaking parallel parked a horse carriage in one of them or some shit? Ugh. Uh, bloop, bloop. The pair walked quickly and quietly back to the rise, reaching it in a few short minutes despite the darkness. When the rise approached again, Margot headed for a large boulder near the top. Wow, a lot of large boulders. <laughs> um, boo, 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 that could provide some cover. At the peak, Margot could see shadows of people fleeing down the road, away from the complex. The complete lack of order betrayed their purpose. Margrack's stress subsided, knowing nobody was looking for Henry. Who is chasing them, Margot's father asked, clearly noticing the same behavior of the fleeing people. I think the Dark Alliance is fleeing from someone, Margot said. Probably the prisoners, as I suggested, her father suggested, using the word twice in a single paragraph. They were holding some very powerful prisoners, they suggested. Oh, I'm just adding they suggested now. All right. Do you really think they would re-enter the complex just for revenge? Her father sighed. I haven't had a meal since captured, and if your mother is involved... He stopped and put his hand up as Margot turned to him in disbelief. And I think she is. They probably ran dry on the finance side. You really think mother has a part in this? Margot asked, surprised. Her father had so quickly arrived at the same conclusion. I feel like it's come up before. God damn it. <laughs> I think when um, um, they broke him out of jail, right? I thought so. Margot, we're not as rich as you might think, he explained. Oh, he probably doesn't have any liquid assets, right? All tied up in investments, you know? Yeah, book rich, cash poor. Isn't that what they call it? Okay. Obviously, your mother would have access to some of our wealth. She's probably spent it, along with Sir Andreth. And now they've created an angry mob that will probably try to kill anyone involved. Like Astrid, for example. Margot's eyes bulged, and she said, Oh, no, they probably will if they find her and Henry. Her father simply shrugged. <gasps> and that ends Chapter 40! Well, once again, I oversold the excitement claim in that, like, description. There was not excitement in this book, <laughs> or in this chapter, was there? <laughs> okay, so they're just walking away with an injured person in their party, trying to get to somewhere to hide, right? That's all we know, somewhere to hide, right? And they find a rock, and they go sit behind that, while Margot and her father go off looking for a better rock to hide behind. 
Very stupid. And then some people flee from the complex. I don't know if that was what I thought was the exciting part, because it wasn't, right? It happened in the distance, whatever. Who cares? It was bad. That was not an exciting chapter. Eh. Uh, I do like that, uh, what, they're hiding behind boulders. I remember when I was a, like, kid, um, what'd they do? We got, you know, we ended up connecting to town sewer. Big deal back in, like, the 80s, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, so they blasted, like, all the way through, like, by our driveway. And, uh, it was in Massachusetts, so the fucking ground's just chock full of rocks. So we had all these boulders they dug up and left in, like, a pile, kind of, in our backyard. Super fun to play on, though. Lots of boulders jumping around on them. It was good times. I remember that. That was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Um, but uh, I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up. I kind of wanted that to be a discussion question, but I don't know. What, have you ever played on boulders? That's not a question. That's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what else happened? Did anything good happen there? I don't know. With some dialogue, Margot talked to her dad. He seems to be kind of dickish because he's like, eh, fuck that Astrid, whoever it is. Yeah, so, eh, it was okay. I guess, uh, I can't believe there's six more chapters of this. What? One, two, yeah, six more chapters and an epilogue. Wow! Who was excited, yeah. But I don't know what we're going to do for this November. Very exciting. <sighs> I don't know, I'm tired. That chapter made me exhausted. I'm ready for a freaking nap. But I got a little more booze to drink, so... Mm. Let's do some discussion questions, shall we? Okay. Ooh, okay, question one. So, Henry asked Margot if she has a tent and some food on her, you know, so they can camp. All right, question one, could you camp in just a tent, huh? I know for a fact that I can't. Like, I, I think I need the uh, camper, you know what I mean? I, I'm not, I need a bathroom. I guess I don't need a bathroom. The problem with the, the tent for me, I guess, is bears. Are there a lot of bears around here? I don't know. So, I, I guess... That's probably less of a problem in a lot of places, um, but I've mentioned my camping experience before, just with one with a friend back in Massachusetts when I was a little kid, and we were on Cape Cod, so I'm guessing there was no bears, but uh, I've had friends that have camped and then mentioned bears being a problem, and I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, that's totally outside of my like experience, you know what I mean? I die. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do, so I could not camp with, like, just a tent. You know, I can't hike somewhere and pitch a tent and, you know, yeah, no. Uh, Laura and I joke, uh, the lovely Laura and I have been going on walks during this pandemic since we can't go inside buildings, you know what I mean? And uh, we've been commenting, because we, uh, what did I look up on the internet? The best 70, it was, this page, it was the 75 best paved hiking trails near me. I was like, we need it to be paved. We're not, we're not hikers. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, and she agrees with me. Don't get me wrong. She doesn't want to walk through mud. We don't own any boots to speak of. It's a whole problem. Spe yeah, I got to get some boots though for winter. Wow. I am off on a tangent. Yes. Anyway. Uh, all right. Second discussion question. So uh, Astrid's legs all purple down to the ankle because she broke a fucking bone. All right, so uh, have you ever had any, like, uh, bad, like, broken bone bruises? That's what I was going to ask. I can think of two. Basically, like, um, when I had my ACL repaired, uh, when I had that fixed, 
Uh, that was disgusting because they have to like drill into the bone and tie a new ACL into my bone, literally like a knot. And so uh, the problem was, so they drill into the bone, but the bone continues to bleed and like it builds up pressure. So I remember like I'd go to bed at night and it would be fine. You know, it would hurt, whatever, regular, you know, there's a fucking hole in my goddamn, what's down there, ulna? I don't know. <laughs> Right, is fibia and tibia, they're arm things, right? I think so. Yeah, they might be the leg, I don't know. <laughs> but anywho, um, I'd go to bed, it would hurt, but I'd wake up feeling okay and I'd put my leg on the ground and I could literally feel like the blood clots that had formed in my bone all breaking and the blood just starting to pour into my leg again. And that's why like down by my ankle, I'd get this huge bruise because it was just blood collecting. Ugh, so gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I remember when I broke uh, my middle toe one time. That was in kickboxing and not a good in a good way. It was the foot on the ground. It was totally stupid. But I broke my middle toe. And uh, I remember waking up in the morning after I had broken it. Because I just kept working through the class on my broken toe. Whole foot was purple. Oh, it was disgusting. Yeah, it was a bad bruise. I don't know how that happened, but... I just remember putting it on the ground, trying to take a step, and then falling back on the bed and telling the lovely Laura that she needed to stay home and drive me to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun day. That was like a Thursday. And I remember it was a Thursday. Was It, it might have been a Wednesday. Because I think it was a Wednesday. Because I had to fly to uh, San Diego for a conference that the next day so I actually had an x-ray he told me to buddy tape my toes together and then uh, I had to fly to fucking yeah another state and go to a conference and try to walk on it for a goddamn like four days it was miserable Oof. oh well anywho um yeah have you ever had any bad bruises don't gross me out too much you know what I mean but uh well yeah, that's about it for today. I don't know. I'm still working through this bourbon. Uh, as I said, that chapter made me very tired. And it's definitely not the bourbon. It's definitely the book. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> but uh, so, whatever. If you want to get in contact with me, answer these stupid discussion questions that I struggle to keep up or to think up every week, head over to jeffreadsbook.com. There's three links there. There's also links to buy the book. Why don't you do that? That'd be cool, huh? Come on. Come on. And then uh, you can click those links. One's uh, email. You can hit me up at jeff at rainbow-100.com. You can hit me up on Mastodon, if you're a huge dork, at jeff at toot.rainbow-100.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at FortranJeff. All one word. FortranJeff. Yes. No numbers in that. It's the word Fortran. F-O-R-T-R-A-N. You dumbasses. People have actually hit me up on that. Well, okay, people. I'm really exaggerating there. A person has hit me up on that before. <laughs> do it again. That'd be fun if you're listening, which I assume nobody is. But what are you going to do? So that about wraps it up. Uh, I got a little bit of uh, work to do this afternoon still. I'm going to work out. You know, got to get buff. You know, the lovely Lara likes the muscles on me, so... Until next time, keep on reading.